Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, you can be all the things you've always wanted to be. Beautiful, sexy, easiest one, two, three. Welcome to another week of The Guys Next Door. I am Mouse Jones. Unfortunately, Ryan and Mac are out doing some bullshit. Some bullshit. That's exactly what they're doing. They are doing some bullshit. They left me hanging. But because I am the consummate professional, I stepped up to the plate. They probably. Listen. They probably had the fucking massage parlor in Florida. No, they ain't Cali. Jupiter, Florida, ain't Cali right now with Robert Kraft somewhere. <laughs> Getting the rub and tug. <laughs> the rub and tug? Yeah, a, a couple's, couple's rub and tug <laughs> at that. <laughs> Listen, I, hey, whatever they doing, I'm glad that I'm not there. I'm glad I'm here. Uh, shout out to you guys. So make sure you uh, are subscribing, commenting, and rating. Uh, guys Next Door is everywhere you get your podcast from. If you want to write in, here's the thing. We don't have an email yet. So you could DM the page. If you want us, if you got to listen to letter, if you got a letter that you want us to read on air and maybe help you out, number one, you got to send a picture because I want to know what you look like before I give you any type of advice. If you cute, I'm going to give you a different kind of advice. If you ugly, I'm going to give you a different type of advice. If you fat, I'm going to give you a different type of advice. So just make sure if you need advice, send a picture. Um, and also send a fake name. Or it's a DM. It doesn't matter. I'm going to read the, the Instagram name. Uh, but yes, comment, rate, subscribe. Everywhere you get your podcast from, we are everywhere. Shout out to you guys on our debut, uh, helping us debut in the top five in health podcast and 89 overall in the top 200. So we appreciate you guys. We know we are on to something good. We are just three black men trying to put some good health conscientious things into the community it's all about black mental health and all about healthy living and healthy relationships most importantly with all that said we have a super special guest today i keep saying we fuck mac and ryan they're not here i have a special guest in here today someone i grew up being a fan of so it is a pleasure to sit with him on the guys next door and have the discussion we're about to have please I was going to say make some noise. That sounds very radio. This is not a radio show. This is no, not... we're making noise yeah. in here. Okay, we're going to make some noise. We're going to welcome Lloyd to the guys next door. Lloyd, we appreciate you. Yeah, look at us. Clapping it up. Clapping it up. Clapping it up. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, I just want to say, feel good to be in New York City. Yeah, yeah, we here. New, New York City. Yeah, we in the heart of Best Stop Brooklyn and, um, right now. And I'm glad that uh, this is a podcast because you ugly, man. A lot of things I have You're in this life. You ugly as hell, man. Lloyd, there's right. a lot of things Mac, I have in this Mac, life. Mac, you ugly. Mac is ugly. Definitely. Mac is ugly. Ryan, Ryan looked like his face don't work on yeah. one side. I don't know if you've ever seen Ryan <laughs> like in person. One of the three stooges. Yeah, Ryan looked like, like just one side like, of the face. But to be honest, yeah. I'm a lot of things in this life, Lloyd. Ugly ain't one of them. Yeah, no, maybe on his, in your spirit is beautiful. Oh, my, my but, spirit but, ugly. But, but my your spirit. face is ugly. No, no, no. This yeah, face, yeah, this yeah, face yeah. looks good. Your face is ugly. Your beard is nappy. That's and, a lot. Uh, you I'm not talking yeah, beards with yeah. somebody I can't grow a beard, Lloyd. No, Lord, I can't. I've been a fan of you for almost 20 years and I ain't yeah, never seen no beard. I can't. I try. I can't. I, it, <laughs> I actually let it go this morning. I gave oh, up you the fight. This. I gave up the fight this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd, you got the new record out. Yeah, man. The new record, uh, yeah. Caramel with the City Girls. Yes, sir. Let's talk about yeah. this real yeah. fast. Because yeah. I, as much as we want to get into the good, good stuff, we got to handle the business first. Mm-hmm. Got to talk about this music. Mm-hmm. Now. Caramel, 
You went with the City Girls, which mm-hmm. I find is dope. What made you choose this as the first single to uh, to return to the people with? Uh, well, as sometimes music just speaks for itself. I know it sounds a bit cliche, but it's really just a feeling. Uh, it felt good. I played it in a few meetings. Right. And uh, all the people went crazy. I played it at, uh, you know, some different concerts that right. I did just to test out, play it in the club, go and hide out in the back and get the DJ to, to throw Drop, it on. Right. Yeah, see what, what people do to it. And, um, so that still, always, works, that still works today? Yeah, it does for me, to me, I think, you know, right. but I come from that. Uh, I'm sure there's some app out there. <laughs> That I could just probably like get all the stuff all the, handled all the, yeah, a little yeah, faster, a little faster with less <laughs> gas. But uh, no, nah, yeah, that and then um, just always knowing that I wanted it to to come out at some point. Right. Um, and then you know, getting City Girls on it was a no brainer because I'm all about you know not only black love but uh, woman love, man. Right, right, and it's right. not a lot of you know females in the game. Uh, but there is more than probably ever before, yeah, that, or at least for definitely, a while, you definitely. know, since like the Foxy Brown era yeah. with Kim and, uh, and all of that. I think so, I would even venture to say right now say we more, have even the more. Most, the, the most. Like the, especially visibility-wise. Oh, no, absolutely. Visibility-wise. Yeah. To have, like I said, the city girls, you got Sensei Molly and different there. And different styles, too. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like everybody not coming the same way as before. Right. Everybody kind of had to be the freak nasty motherfucker. You got, you got Rhapsody, you got City Girls, you got Cardi, you got... Uh, Dreezy, yeah, you, got you got Nokia, you got Princess. oh my God, Princess yeah. Nakia, yeah, Nakia uh, yeah. you got Bia up in Boston, yeah. Naima Supreme. Like mm-hmm. there's a mm-hmm. there's a woman in music to represent Everything. the woman at, at home. Yeah, every person really. I mean, um, so yeah, I mean that was a no brainer. And then uh, working with them was dope. Um, big shout out to Young Miami. She yep. real cool yep. outside yep. of the music. You don't get that a lot. You know what I mean? You get a chance to to do some dope stuff, make dope music. Um, but to do it with dope people is right. uh, really the key. So just keeping that going, man, and then trying to build off a true. Now they're you know? young. Now, now Young Miami is younger than me. Younger yeah. than probably the core of your fan base. Did she get fan struck, or did she understand like being in the studio? What that meant being in the studio with you? Like did like could you see like oh okay she 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 know what's up. she see the reverence. Yeah, no, she got it. I mean, um, you know, she actually hit me. Um, we shot the video before she actually was finished doing her studio session. That's how wow. fast we was working. Wow. Uh, we did a uh, Super Bowl weekend in Atlanta. And, um, how she, did I miss this? And she told me during the filming of the video, she's like, yo, I, I'm going back in tonight. I'm not satisfied. I got to fix it. I got to do it better. I got to deliver it better. I because gotta, she knew. Yeah. 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 So it's, it was kind of like one of the same way, kind of like the same kind of love that a Jacquees show me right right you know just kind of hey man i grew up listening to your music you mean this to me and working with you means this to me so i'm gonna treat it accordingly and that's really the, the kind of love that i've been getting from right. the youngest so now everybody i'd say for the past i say for the past three to four years everybody's been on this r&b is dead tip r&b is dead hmm. tip hmm. but then hmm. i'd say towards the end of last year or the end of the year prior <clears throat> When Mac dropped his album, and then he when he dropped After Hours, then Daniel Caesar comes and drops Freudian, and then uh, Kaylani is getting the love she's getting. Then uh, her is popping, and and she's getting the mm-hmm. love she's getting. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like okay, there's a resurgence in this, and I, hmm. it's the perfect chance for me to hit? No, no, no. I never ever base my movements off of anything but what's in my heart. You know what I mean? Like just my 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 spirit telling me it's it's a great time for you to speak, right? Uh, and and more most importantly that I have something to say that I think is valuable is usually when I make my move. But and you know sometimes you don't have nothing to say and you should right. celebrate silence. But uh, you know with that being said, I've never felt like R and B was dead. And I'm gonna tell you what I did feel like was dead was I guess the powers that be or the committee, like right. let's say a Grammy committee. And when it comes time to celebrate the best in R&B music, then you kind of see so much, uh, you know, I don't know, not enough light shown to the younger voices in mm. R&B. So if you watch like the Grammys, you'll see people nominated that you didn't even know how to album out. This and is then true. That, and then that makes you re- think that that's what represents R&B. That is what defines the genre. Right. But um, I think, you know, the fact that, it has always been based around 
a good melody and a note and right. a, and a, and a um, an instrument, and it'll never die. You know what I mean? Like R and B can never be dead because it is really like the DNA of pretty much every All other music. kind right. of music that's out there. Um, so I think it's just about you know people maybe taking a little more time. Plus. The dope thing about R&B is it's really hard to make lasting R&B music without having to put forth real time and effort and energy mm. into making it. You really got to stop and sit sit down sometimes and think about it. You got to spend a little more money to right. create it, to right. mix it, right. to master it. So um, have those I'm, MDs in yeah, there. Yeah, I'm right. hearing some real quality music from the youngins, and right, um, it's dope. To Who me. are some of the R&B? Who are some of the people that you that you are like really champion right now, R and B wise? Me? Yeah. Psst, everybody, really. I mean, SZA is the queen to me right now. Now, SZA, you would consider SZA R and B? Yeah, I would. Absolutely. She's nothing but R and B. Now she's been able to dabble in some other things, but everything she does is R and B. Her I style, hear, I, I her, her cadence. I don't hear nothing pop about SZA. She's number so. Number ninety so at that. I mean, from the way she dressed to the way she yeah, sounds. Yeah, she definitely has a. She every, has a very the way 90s. she moves, everything. Um, Kalani is one of my favorites. I was actually and, listening and, to her and, project. And it has been for a while. She's real smooth, and um, she brought she brought some fire out of music soul child. I, I, I had a. I tweeted to that. I was like, "Damn, this pen is still undefeated." That record, footsteps. I think it's called. Yeah, record was crazy. Yeah. Um, I think everybody dope, it, man. It's a lot of dope. Because with me being and, an R&B head that I am, right? And then you also got little sprinkles from different <clears throat> people. You know what I mean? Like a Ro, like a Ro James or... Yeah, okay. Of course. You know what I'm saying? BJ. Right. Of a little course. Sprinkle. Of course. Um, so, yeah. Because with me being an R&B head, I am. When I hear you, and this is not just because you're here. I've had this conversation multiple times with multiple people. You were doing what... The resurgent, and I'm using air quotes, the resurgence of R&B, what they're doing now, you've been doing your entire career. Yeah. It, it's it, it's been a very genuine, very, uh, I don't want to say the word anti-808s or anti-hip, but it's been very, oh, I'm giving, if, if, if the term everybody uses now is catching a vibe, yeah. you've been doing that since Southside. To me. Yeah. In my, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, I like to tell myself that also, I mean... What's most important for me is that... Um, like, I there can't be a Daniel Caesar Freudian without Lloyd. Well, what's most important to me is that I recognize my influence. Right. I recognize my strength, and I stick to that. And I don't get deterred by feeling like I'm underappreciated or I need to go out and find success. A bigger success is waiting for me. This big pot of gold is at the end of this rainbow over here, and I need to ride that. Or really, most importantly, trying to ride other waves. Mm. Because I'm all about ownership, you know what I mean? Whether you're talking about ownership of your business or right. ownership of your creative. And the only way you can do that is to really like not try to do what someone else is already doing. Right, right, right. Because you can't own what they already got. And um, fortunately for me, um, when people tend to try to follow trends, right, 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 as as we all do from time to time, it really just opened it up for me to do my thing uh, a little more. Kind of make it stand out a little more. So, um, you know, when everyone was a bit pretentious, not that that's bad. We yeah, all deserve yeah. that sometimes. Right, right. You know, we earn that when everybody was in the club and was following escapism as a way to deal with life. Right, I was cooking up. You know, I said I was cooking up the soul food. I was making songs like True. Yes. When I was kind of facing it and I was just kind of hoping that I would find the right opportunity to be able to express that without it sounding preachy or anti anything. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm all for everything. But I do think, you know, if we're talking about, you know, one's health, mental right. health, spiritual right. health. Right. You Which got, was all over true, all through and through true. Yeah, and it was all over all the music that I, I've ever admired, right? whether that's from the Motown era or beyond. I mean, everyone had like this real soul that they was putting into their music, and it was like this human experience over music. And um, sometimes when you digitize things so much, whether it's your voice or the sounds themselves, then you kind of d detach from that soul. Right. And um, it's okay. I think that's really what this rhythm and blues thing that's going on is teaching people that 
ain't nothing really doper than your life mm. and your your life's experiences. Like it's really beautiful. You know what I mean? So run towards that instead of trying to escape from it all the time. Now, before we get into the, the meat of this conversation and talk about some, some other, other things outside of me, I, I just a fan have to know. How did you survive the fall of the Murder Inc. thing? Like, how did you, how are you the one still out making music that people, whether it's critically acclaimed, whether it's, you know, the masses want it, how are you the one that survived that? I think it's a, co- a culmination. I think I can probably break it down to maybe three things right now. Right. One is timing, okay. which goes into everything. Right. I mean, you can have a great idea at the wrong time and it just doesn't right. work, or you can have a good idea at the right time and is everything. So timing, um, uh, I think there's a second part to that, which is the things that I cannot control, mm. you know, just circumstances and um, the way the wind blows on certain days. Right. It's like some things I really don't understand. Like why, why me? Right. Anytime. You know what I mean? Today or tomorrow. And then I think the third thing is back to the ownership that I was telling you about. Always when I came in the game, from day one, right. I own my music. I mm. own my song. I already had my songs written and produced and mixed. Okay. And I had a team of my own personal team right. that I could rely on that, you know what I mean, <laughs> I could pull from at any given right. time. And I never had to rely on another person. So I think trying to remove myself from being a dependent as much as possible, even though none of us do anything Really Independent. independently, right. Absolutely. completely. Absolutely. But there are a lot of things that we can learn to do for ourselves that will really save us in times of crises, like, you know, something like that. You know what I mean? And uh, being able to, I think, revert to, you know, my own team right. in that time was really important because we created you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Which went on to be my biggest record. And then on top of that, by the it's, way, was she five two or fine two? Man, yeah. we will never know. God and then on top, and then on top of that, you are an evil genius. <laughs> and then on top of that, let me tell you, a lot of it's got to do with what's in your heart mm. and your soul, your your DNA, or at least what you allow to define you. I I, I credit that to where I'm from, New right. Orleans, Atlanta, the slums, yeah. the bottom. Um, you know, it was just like in the soul of me to never ever accept that this is forever. And also that this is definitive of my story. You know what I mean? Because yes. I got, I still got stuff to do. That's and uh, I took that into the studio, into the sessions and start working on Street Love. And by the time we actually created the album Street Love, I had already recorded pretty much 90% of the music. Mm. When I put out Southside, Southside was already recorded and written. I just had to put a Shanti on it. Right. But I already had the female part written and recorded. Wow. Uh, hey, young girl was the next single. That was the first song I ever wrote by myself. Put Ciara in the video. Cece did the, the uh, video with me, yep. which was my homie. So yep. I'm just reverting to my own resource, using my These own resources my as much as, po- as possible. Even if you don't have the money, right? At the time, you still have access to a lot of things that money can't buy, and you just got to kind of resort to that uh, until eventually the money starts to also be there for you right. too now now moving on into the the, the meat of the, the show yeah now i want to know how those relationships from then transition into now hmm. like is there still a relationship uh with you know like even like a Sierra, right mm-hmm. where you see she's who she is now mm-hmm. and has the family and has all that now mm-hmm. is there still that relationship how do you how do you uh, maintain these relationships through these different transitions of of life? Because obviously, you guys have a lot more weighing on you than the the average civilian. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do you maintain those relationships? Well, I will say this: I'm really bad with phones. Right, can't stand them. I think they de- they detract they detract me from so much real interesting things in life. Mm. And they say people spend what like three months a year on their phone. Uh, when you add oh, it all, like all the commu- yeah, when you add it all together, time. all the time you spend on your phone throughout Shit. every day, they say it adds up to three solid months. 
out of the year. God damn. So I'm real bad with my phone. That's a whole summer. I think if I was real good with my phone, I'd probably be like a little bit more active in the relationships. But I really have kept all my relationships since day one, with exception to Irv, which was a very sp- uh, specific. Right, of course. You know, and I still think we kind of, we're definitely sp- speaking now at right. least through uh, mediaries more now than ever before. So I think that'll come around too, but definitely tight with like CC. Yeah. She got kids. She had her kids before I did. Right. And when I have my kids, I'm like, look, tell me something. So, yeah. Hold me yeah. Down, I could yeah. go to her for that kind of thing. She's like, Oh, I wrap my kid with this silk scarf and it made his hair real. He loved it. And I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna try that. Shit. <laughs> you know, a little stuff like that. And right. then, um, even, uh, you know, growing up in the music business, I really looked at these people as more than just co-workers. I really looked at them as not just opportunities for me to get my music out there, but really for me to learn about life and how to be a man and how to be a, a father. You know, I didn't, I didn't have my father growing up. Right. Um, so I come from a different kind of inspiration when I'm working with people. So I try to hold on to that. I actually brought one of my best pals with me, Jasper Cameron, who's a songwriter and a producer. We've been tight since my first album with In Tune, which was a group when I was 10. And we've been... We talk every day, damn near. Work on. I, listen, I tried you know to I mean? emulate that video to me. Goddamn time. That video, y'all riding through the yeah, goddamn right. mall. You know how many times I got in trouble for that shit? Oh my God. Mother, you fuck me up because of that video. I know. I be trying to have that scooter in the yeah, mall. I like, know. Yeah. yeah. And now yeah, you better yeah. get shit slapped, daddy, sir. Yeah. <laughs> how has fatherhood changed? How's fatherhood? How's marriage? How did that change your create your creative process? Cause I was with uh, well, it's, made, it's made me go ahead. Go I was saying with, I was talking to my homeboy Eric Bellinger yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, nah, he I, been he been on his family thing right, for and a I was asking time. him the same thing, like like because with him, I became a fan of him through his through what his he represent music. almost right. So when I found like I was telling him, I found him at uh, the the choose up season mixtape. Uh-huh. The very next project he releases cuffing season. Oh yeah, and so it's such a one eighty because it's like. On, on Choose Up Season, we're talking about, you know, one night stands oh, in a yeah. club oh, and having yeah, the valet yeah. okay, pop I see out. What you're saying. Yeah. And then cuffing season, he's literally telling you, I'm, yo, you I'm, niggas are mad whack. Y'all can have all the hoes. I'm going home to my wife. It's yeah, a dub for you. Yeah. So like how has fatherhood <laughs> and how has because that, I that, think living you know, your I, life is dope. And I think that's an interesting conversation to have with him is what what was the inspiration behind that first album? Right. You know, when it was totally different and right. what made you, because a lot of times too, you know, like we'll, we'll feel ashamed about our commitments, right? you know, or our simplicity in life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if, if we feel like that's not what's hot, we'll try to keep that aside right. or whatever, you know what I mean? And, and uh, try to at least give the perception. We live in a world of perceptions, I guess. And right. I think once you break free of that, you really become the best version of yourself. And when you're in that, that kind of space, the music is easy. I mean, it yeah. just flows out and it's really good a lot of times too, because it represents something. Um, but that's a good Good question yeah. to ask him. Well, why did change? You know what well, I mean? Well, yeah, we spoke about that last night. Because he was yeah. married when he made the first one. Exactly. Yeah, so he so. was just, so, like, like he said, he was like, yeah. I, I'm not worried about putting on for everybody yeah, else. Yeah, and that might have been what it was. Yeah, that must have so been what it was. So that's why I was like, well, I got yeah. Lord, I got it. You know, yeah. has the marriage, has the kids, has that changed your creative process for your music? Like when you, hmm. when you go in to make a song like Caramel, had the fact that, you know, this isn't a single Lloyd making. This is a father, yeah. husband. This- yeah, but I'm still showing love to my black queen, mm. to my, my caramel sister. Right. You know, and, and really it's kind of the story of how we met. Mm. Really, I'm I'm telling our story in a lot of ways That's from wild. the height to the where she grew up at on the yeah. east side of Atlanta to how she was dating somebody when I met her. Right, right, right. All this other kind of stuff. And um, yeah, you can still lust after your woman. You know That's what a, I mean? <laughs> talk about, see, they don't understand. Yeah, that. I lust after her. You just her. gave him a like, gym right there. <laughs> <laughs> now, we need the sound man when he hit it yeah, to drop man. a gym sound. Yeah, they so just drop the gym. So I'm, so I'm talking nasty, but it's about my girl. You right, know, right, and right. That's, that's dope. I mean, shit, I mean, that's fly to me. But that's fly to me now. It wasn't always like that because I didn't have that to draw from, you mm-hmm. know, as an inspiration. So I had to learn that uh, as a man, a lot of that as a as a grown man. Right, right, right. Um, but man, for real, the way it's changed me is in two ways. It's made me 
selfish, you know, like more protective, right. more kind of like family over everything, right, right, more right. so than everything. But uh, it's also made me selfless in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Giving up my time that I would usually spend on me right. for them. I stopped spending money on shit. <laughs> For real. Right. I call it shit because yeah. it don't mean nothing. Yeah. Like a lot of the clothes and stuff. And I go out and I be like with my friends and they be decked out. You know right. what I mean? Like fly this, thousand dollar fucking socks on yeah, yeah, yeah. and shit. And I'm like, yo, I just look at you. I could tell you don't have no kids. You know what I mean? They <laughs> that's, be the, that's the line. As a father, that's the yeah, line. I yeah, be like, I be looking about, at niggas, I be like, yeah, you yeah. all about you right I be now. Like, yeah, you, you can tell you ain't yeah, got that's no not kids. saying that because you spend money on clothes right. that you don't, you right, don't right. spend money no, on kids. Yeah, I'm just saying I could just, I've, it's like you a little tell. joke. Yeah, I know tell. that I can't right. do that, you know, no more. It don't make sense right. for me. Um, so that's that was one of the changes, light changes. But most importantly, I think it's really given me an understanding of this love that has always existed in my life that I have never seen. Like sometimes you see the love right. as it's being given to you, right. but there is a constant love that is around any living individual in a lot of ways, because there was a love that was there for you when you couldn't love yourself. You mm. couldn't wipe your ass. You couldn't, right. Right. you couldn't walk down the steps or you fall be, and die. Yeah. You know, yeah. like little crazy, little small yeah. details that people had to be there for you right. for a long time. And now that we older and we, we in our groove, sometimes we don't get to stop and really acknowledge that. But that's really been the biggest wake up call for me is really having to really understand the love that was put there for me. When I didn't even know it existed, mm. you know what I mean, in a lot of ways. So, just a bigger, bigger appreciation for, you know, my own family. Right. Yeah. Now you took a step away from music, mm. the limelight, for what, like five or six years. Five. Five. five I said I left for five summers. Yeah. Yeah. So you was gone before True. Yeah. What? And obviously, listening to True and then watching the interviews, then you realize, you know. That you were taking time for yourself, for mm -hmm. your family. Mm -hmm. What what woke you up or what gave you that that thing where you was like, yo, this music, as much as I love it, as much as it's so much a part of me, I have to remove myself before I come back and fix everything else. Sometimes it takes uh sometimes it takes ten minutes to write a song. Mm. You know what I mean? Like right. really 10 minutes right. from really the start of this conversation. And now right. the biggest hit of the, of the year has been created wow. that fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's just, it was made to be like that. And sometimes it takes a long time to paint a picture. Right. You know what I mean? And you just start with a little piece here, a little piece there, and then you got to walk away from it and you say, Okay, I'm going to go get some more pieces. And then you come back and you paint a little more. And then sometimes you realize, I just forced that piece. That didn't belong there. Uh, Got to do that over. And you go through that process. And I really enjoyed having the freedom and the time uh, and the patience, the, for the mental fortitude yeah. and financial fortitude right. to be able to really paint the kind of picture that I wanted to represent me and my spirit, most importantly. And I just felt like the human spirit is a very delicate thing. It's a very precious thing. And um, when expressed through music a certain kind of way, it really can do something for a person. You know what I mean? It really can inspire them. It can guide them. Right. It can uh, help them cope. It can, uh, shit, it can even piss them off. Mm. Make them want to fight. Make them want to, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Want to break up. Right. Oh, I get it now. You know, that right. kind of thing. So um, with me realizing not only what was going on in a lot of people that was real close to me as far as mental health is right. concerned, for the first time as a 25-plus-year-old individual, right. um, knowing that I had an opportunity to maybe help them, also... And seeing what so many of my neighbors, I call them my neighbors, my yeah. friends, just people in general were going through in the world. You know what I mean? A lot of division, you know, Tr Trayvon being yeah. killed. Yeah. And then the whole after effect of that, um, getting into it. I actually got into it once with a neighbor's son, mm. this white kid. 
that was in my neighborhood. I'd never seen him before. We was outside my house. We was in was minding our business, and he came out to tell us we was too loud, right? But he just stared at me. He wouldn't say nothing, and I said to him, I said, excuse me, what's up? What's on your mind? Can right. I help you? Right, right. You're just looking at me. What's going on? And he said, you can't keep that fucking noise down over there. My fucking mom's trying to sleep. What the oh. fuck is wrong with you type of thing? Oh, he was bold. And I was like... Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is the problem. This is part of the problem. Like, really, if you would have came and just told me and, hey, can you, hey, guys, you guys are a little louder than you probably know. Right. Just keep it down, please. Right. Type of thing. Right. Cool, man. Y'all have a good night. We would have loved him forever, but because of that that very introduction of bad communication, it it kind of went into this place of like him trying to tell me he'll shoot me in the head if right right you know, like it just got into an altercation, and then I'm like, you know what? This is what's kind of going on in the world, and I'm thinking I'm in a nice neighborhood. Right, of course. I'm detached. Right, like, like we're supposed to be better than that. But no, it's like, it's really not. It's just ingrained in a lot of people. And I wanted it to be my my thing going forward that I kind of be able to address these things, but not about in a way of pointing the finger. I wanted to start with myself and mm. saying, you know, accepting yourself, loving yourself is the first step because a lot of that is a reflection of insufficiency in one's own spirit. You know what I mean? How you act out towards other people. Plus, it's learned traits. A lot of us are fighting a battle of that instilled knows. ignorance. Right, right. You know what I mean? And that takes time. And that Generations takes of it. Generational right. ignorance, you know, and bigotry. And that takes enough people really caring enough to want to do something about it in a positive way. And that's that, that was my opportunity. Right. Being away for so long, it kind of was like, well, if you're going to come back, one, what you're going to come back to say? Because mm. people are gonna ask where you've been, and then also how you gonna contribute to what's going on. Like, what what's gonna be your energy now? You know what I mean? It's like the energy was all off when I was away for right. a while, and then I'm like, I'm gonna come back and, and give some good energy, and then leave it at that. And that's what I that's what I tried to do. Now, as an R&B singer, you you have a, from from just the years of me listening, you have years upon years a, a discography of music that people. Myself, other fans, they look to what you say almost as advice, right? Because people believe the R&B singers, these songs that we love have the answers, right? We've sent these songs. May, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe. Right. I was gonna say, I was gonna say more like a reflection of that too. What they go right. through, also, right? Yeah. So, has that ever been? Has there ever been a? How do I? How do you word? It? Has there ever been a point where you are? In your real life relationships are saying, this just should be simple. I just sung a song about this. Why is shit so hard right now? Like, yeah. why if uh, if me and Shorty is going through it right now, I just sung a platinum selling song. Yeah. Like, have you ever, had that ever come into conflict, those of two course. sides? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. So, so and then how, like, how, because, perfect example, as a podcaster, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have the luxury of saying, oh, we wrote this. You know what I mean? Like, I put this, you know, some people say I write songs for different people. Mm -hmm. I write songs for different Mm movies. No, whenever I sit in front of a microphone and I give, or a camera and I give my point of view and how I feel about something, people take that. And they have to, because that's what's coming from me. Yeah. 
So I might say, well, I, I, go ahead. I, I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, my philosophy, right, whether it's with love, with my relationship, or pr- pretty much everything else is accepting the fact that I don't know nothing. Oof. Boss. You know what I mean? Really, like, not not discrediting myself or my life experiences right. or my intelligence. But we only human. We yeah, I'm not saying you're not smart. I'm just saying there is, I don't have the answers. Right. And I'm okay with that. I don't want to pretend like I do. You know what I mean? Now, I know, um, you know, how, I guess, free and, and carefree life could be, it should be. Right. You know, when you just kind of simplify it, you be positive, you have optimism, you don't be pessimistic. You know, that can deflate a lot of issues right. in a relationship. But also, you know, have to remind myself that we don't come from the same place. Yeah. So... Whatever issues are there may be there way far before me. Right. You know what I mean? And how am I going to be the one to help someone mm. that I care about actually learn to see things either my way or a better way? Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that definitely happens, dog, where it's like, damn, you think you yeah. would think you this person would have all the answers? Because I, I just listened to this song. Like, I've had multiple women like, yo, I can't believe you, you know what? like this. I, you know, I when, I was, but, well, when I was younger, I sang a lot of songs about, um, about kind of more like, um, like a wondrous kind mm. of point of view about love. Right. You because know, like a fantasy about love. An was na- yeah. naivety, yeah. And also, yeah. um, it, a lot of it was kind of lustful yeah. at times, you know what I mean? Um, so that's easy. But then once you get into the love thing. It kind of uh, uh, a change of perspective. Like you ever sit back now, like you know, you know, when niggas be in love, we be super reflective. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> if it's a sunny day, you be like, "Yo, I can't believe I'm really here." Oh my god, yeah. she loved me so much. Have you ever sat Yo, back? Why? Like, why is this? What's she? What's she talking about? Right exactly. Now? Like, what is the? Yeah. Exactly. So have you ever just been sitting there reflecting and just like? You you might hear one of your songs and be like, man, listen, I did not know what the fuck I was talking no, about no, back no. then. I'm, I'm a very reflective person, right. whether it's about the, <laughs> in a relationship or not. Right. I've always been reflective, but definitely not. I take it all as a reflection of a point in time, you mm. know, and it represents something. There's a lesson to be learned from all of it. Not, I never ever feel ashamed, you know. Even when my kids grow up and they listen to my music, I don't ever want to feel shame. Mm. For my points of view, you know what I mean, because they represent a a, a time. That was a time. That no, was just a right. time. Yeah, yeah. And some of that stuff is forever. I mean, um, but also, <laughs> I think the real question that you should ask would be to her, <laughs> mm. like how she feel about hearing that stuff. You know what I mean? Because mm. I think for some reason, because as creatives, we yeah it, we feel how we feel yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to uh, our outside person, ear, yeah, it's like yeah. really, really literal. Right. No, no, <laughs> you are hundred percent right. To the T, every line really meant something. You know? No, what you mean? are hundred like, percent right. Like being in this creative space, I am very cognizant now. Well, I wasn't right before. I wasn't like I'm cognizant of like words mean things. Yeah, yeah, they do. So like I might say something in a joking manner. I might say something being you know facetious, but when she hear that, yeah. We might have to take have a it a different kind of way, yeah. You know, or what, yeah. what, did, what did this mean? I'm like, absolutely, oh my God. absolutely. Or even, you know, I'm in a situation where so I'm I'm in a relationship where my girl has a podcast, right? Mm. And I know my easily triggered ass. I don't need, I can't even listen. I'd be like, nah, let me chill, boy, because it's gonna be it's gonna be some shit. Let me just chill. Hey, this ain't man, none of my got, business. You gotta eat some of these butterfingers, man. Calm down. No, uh, listen, I, <laughs> listen. I'm on a new diet. So, hey, Shadow you know, Rayo brought in a. Uh, <laughs> A catering, Butterfinger and Snickers, yeah, butter and he got a scooper. It got a uh, like a scooper. Yeah, in he, he's very uppity. He he knew he knew yeah, you was gonna this be is interesting. This ain't never been here before. Yeah, he went and bought this because Lloyd was coming. Best Eye Catering. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you feel? I'm not even asking. Do you feel? If there's one song from your discography that you feel like you are constantly living, that mm-hmm. constantly shows itself in your life, what song would that These be? These are good questions. I'm a professional. I ain't gonna lie, man. You kind of get tired of uh, talking about the same stuff oh, sometimes. I know. But that's good, man. <laughs> the last two, dog. You're like two for two right now. Like maybe two best questions I've been asked all year. No, uh, what song represents? Like, which one is the one that you keep? Would you feel like, okay, 
I'm I'm seeing players prayer for the last three years. Oh, I'm seeing Southside for the last three years. Oh, I'm seeing look at her for the last three years. I'm seeing, you know, true for the last three years. Like, actually, you know, it would probably be more like a true. Mm. You know what I mean? Like more of the recent stuff. I think yeah. represents uh, every day for the past numerous years. Um, like true. Um, also, um, there's a song called Infinity. Yes. On the album that features my son, River. And it's really just saying, like, I've been in the streets all my life. I never knew what real love felt like. Not until you opened my eyes. So until infinity, I'm going to be there for you. And it's like, really, that's kind of been how how I've been feeling for the past few years is kind of how to re, how to change my DNA mm. in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, really, really, like, really work on the things that. Um, I felt I could be better at, and I, and that was just kind of like where I'm at with it. If we was talking about earlier music, I think my this song called "My Life" on my first album, oh, Southside, Southside, yeah, yeah. Where I'm just saying, you know, this is why I'm hustling. This yep. is why I hustle. I struggle. I said because I love my family, and I done been through these things, and nobody will ever know, you know, like about the the the, the struggle I've been through. That's why I hustle like I do. Yeah. I gotta provide for my people. You know, that's that's always been my mo. Now, somebody, you know, everybody everybody thinks the only street people are rappers, right? Mm, mm. So imagine their chagrin when they find out, oh, singers come from the street and, mm. and podcasters come from the street. Mm -hmm. How do you deal with the PTSD of that, right? Because everybody who's been in the street, like in the street, right? Mm -hmm. We've done things to survive. We've done things to ensure that we are here today. Mm -hmm. Might not have been the best choice, but mm -hmm. it might not have been the choice we'll make today. Mm -hmm. But then... We had to survive, right? Mm -hmm. How do you deal with that now? And from like a mental health aspect, laughter. how do you... Laughter. Mm. A lot of laughter. When you reflect, you laugh. Damn, I can't believe I was doing that. Right. How funny, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. How funny that I learned, you know, how to make my way through that. That's or, funny you said that. That's the exact same I mean, way I mean, we laugh with. all day. You have to. And we look at old pictures and we talk about right. old experiences. And sometimes people come up to me, they say, yo, we was locked up together. And I'm like, laughter. Wow. Right. I can't wait to tell this story. Right, right, you right. You know what I mean? Laughter, laughter, laughter. Uh, I think that could kill a lot of pain or at least help you work your way through it. Also, talking about it. You know, being honest mm. about it. Now, you when you say I mean? talking about it, do you mean like in a therapy? I mean, form I, I mean, in any kind of way. I mean, whether it's, <laughs> um, I, I, sometimes I take time to actually go talk to kids in high schools. Dope. Um, it's like I think I talked to every high school in PG County in DC. Dope. In the past two months, like that I could. You know what I mean? Just talking to them, running game to them. Um, also, um, you know, music is my therapy. And I, I really love it because it allows me to control a lot of things, mm. a lot of details I could control. So it's time consuming. And I think when you're talking about the PTSD, some of that stuff you can't control. You're right, but, right. But you just focus on, you know, my, my, my biggest, biggest, biggest theory is you focus on the things you can't control at all times. Right. And you let go. You learn to let go of the things that are out of your control because they will never be in your control. So now you're just stressing about, you know, stuff that makes no sense. Right. You know what I mean? It's just keeping that perspective, really. Shit, you're my babies. Yeah. <laughs> now, how many got my, two? Yeah, I got two. Now, if one of them said it was fine, too, and the other one said it was five, too. Yeah. And you had it. Dad, which one is it? Who's right? Yo, again, third best question of the year right here. <laughs> I'm going to find out. If one of my kids said 5'2", <laughs> the one other kid. said 5'2", <laughs> you can't have favorites. Yo, you got to be honest. You're King yo, Solomon here. What I love y'all both. That's what I tell them. I love y'all both. Y'all both right. This guy is How good. How do y'all feel, baby? Oh, music is, music yes. is that subjective? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is shit. I'm going to go with that. Now, now, I always want to make sure when we have a guest that we are giving tips to healthy living, right? To to better themselves in a healthy manner after they hear this, right? So what are some of the tips or what some of the practices you use within your relationship to ensure that it's a healthy relationship? It's healthy between... Space. Mm. Space. Give each other their space. Everybody deserves to have solitude. You know, in their own rights. You right. know what I mean? 
also um having a passion outside of the some, relationship so outside of a person yeah like a person could never fulfill you as much at times as something can you know what i mean and there's all kind of things that people gravitate to a lot of the bad things a lot of good things you know what i mean the bad things are called vices the good things are called hobbies you know what i mean so you find your thing your passion and you go and work on that and that takes up time hours and energy and by the time you didn't fucking exuded yourself to this thing then you come back sometimes you don't even have the spirit of true debate or, right. uh, or unnecessary times wasted. You know what I mean? You just want to enjoy each other. I think that helps. Um, but yeah, space, space and time, you know what I mean? is big. And what's one thing you do health wise, uh, physical health wise to keep yourself healthy? Oh man. I, um, don't eat meat. Oh, none. Yeah. I haven't eaten meat for eight, eight years. Eight, eight, maybe nine years now. I haven't eaten meat. Uh, I've dabbled in veganism at right. times. So you don't fuck with fish either? I've eaten pescatarian at times. Okay. Sometimes I'll just go strictly vegetarian. So right now you're not fucking with no type of meat? Uh, right now I had uh, some shrimp the other day. Shit was bomb? It was great. Shit, I need some good shrimp. It was real good. I was, t- I was talking about it yesterday with uh, with this motherfucker Savoy here. I was telling him, uh, I don't like women that don't cook to R&B music. Like you could taste the you could taste the hip hop. You could taste the little baby and the young thug so and they shrimp. Like, you know, they give you that shrimp Alfredo and it's real tough. You'd be like, bitch, you made this shit to like little baby. For real? Yeah. No, I am with that classic. Put that classical that, music on while you cook my food. Oh, oh like classical Yeah, I classical. wanna feel like I'm at a Le Vengeanti, like a, <laughs> a fucking uh <laughs> French cuisine. See, I don't think I'm restaurant. I don't, I don't think I'm worth that. I know yeah. my worth. I yeah, think, I'm trying to get there. I know I'm trying to eat with the little fork. Oh, that's the what salad that joint and the appetizer joint, then the salad joint, then the fucking. I be eating with joint. the same fork. I ain't gonna lie. To you. I believe when it. I go to nice. Religion, I believe it. Oh yeah, I'm, I believe you use your hands. I believe. I was. I believe. I got nice. Manicure, I believe so I you. None you of actually commit the worst crime in mannerism. Which one? Which is scrape that food up when it get real low, and you fucking use your finger to get the. the so oh, that's, fall, that's so a crime. So it don't fall off you the got, plate. You got, you got lock me up. Yeah, today. Somebody told me that was rude. Once. Hey, eat my dick. I mind your business. I'm, if I'm paying for this, I'm yeah, not leaving no, nothing I, I, on the plate. I wish you, dog, but somebody told me, they said, that's very rude. Mm-hmm. What you doing? It's rude. And you know what else I like to do? That's rude. That's technically not cool. Is I like to ask other people for their food. Yo, let me you taste must, that. You must put, know my girl. Yo, can we get an extra plate? And then I'm like, look, put a little bit on there. But when it comes to my food, <laughs> don't I touch don't, my don't shit. fucking touch my food, dog. All yo, right? see, I'm, 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 I'm exact. I don't touch my shit. I ain't gonna yeah. ask you for yours. Yeah, yeah. I tell my girl all the time, like, yo, don't ask for my food. Yeah. She, Savoy, she won't even ask at this yeah. point. Yeah, I don't even. I, yeah, she my, won't even ask. Yeah, she my, take no, it right out of my plate. Nah, I figured my girl out. She like, yo, I gotta pay for this today, so I ain't gonna, I ain't hungry. Uh, she like he gonna say we gotta split it so I ain't hungry and then she wait till I get my shit and then be like sneaking my food man nah you got so bad so she bad. like I'm gonna just give me a, and y'all food a is free half meal it's gonna be like know. a tapas yeah. she turned my entree into a tapas <laughs> <laughs> Yo. oh god yeah. now we do this thing we got the playlist here we've had many a songs put on this playlist what? we ask every episode that the host and the guest yeah. drop a record into the playlist. Okay. This is a strictly R&B playlist. Yeah. This is a love-making playlist. So right now, today, if Lloyd had to put a song on the playlist, what would it be? Oh, shoot. Right now? Right now. You got to drop something in the guy's next door playlist. Oh, yeah. We got to play Curtis Mayfield. Ooh. Right now. Ooh. We gotta play Curtis Mayfield the Joy. I could Ooh. go with that. I go you could play any Curtis Mayfield that you got, really. They not I mean, ready for the, anything yeah. from the Pusher Man. That Pusher Man soundtrack was great different. to me. Matter of fact, what's the one? Give me love. Give me love. Just give, give me, me love. love. Do, 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 give me. That's the that is that's off the Pusher Man yeah, joint. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's my favorite. All right, well, But I the did. joy is smooth too. That works. And if it was So my, many, so many great samples yeah, came yeah, from I the know, joy. Dog. Not even, I mean, yeah. So many that. great samples. I'm just thankful I was messing with it before the samples. Ooh. So I understood. Right. Yeah. All right. So if you're going to drop the joy, I'm going to drop tweet 
I'm gonna drop tweets. Uh, Missy Elliott, turn the lights off. Okay. I'm gonna drop that in That's the playlist. That's a very, very vast difference there. I'm gonna drop that in the playlist. <laughs> Listen, this playlist, when it's this playlist drops, we gotta make sure everybody gets the draws. What does insecurities look like to Lloyd? Hmm. Sometimes it looked like a lot of weave in your hair, mm. my sister. Mm. Sometimes it looked like a lot of makeup on. Mm. Sometimes it looked like um, material materialism. Sometimes it looks like, um, I don't know, second guessing, your right. own ability, right. um, doubt, self-doubt, all of those kind of things, I think. And then how do you avoid them within a relationship? How do you avoid those? Well, no, I don't, Ooh, I don't think I, we well, Guess what? Avoid, guess right. what? If I, I told you I'm the man that knows I nothing. Know, no, no, right. So if I knew that, right. I have my own goddamn show. <laughs> For real, and it would be great. Right. I just think. Um, so, what is our job as insecurities yeah. always exist? Right, right, because you 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 kind of it it takes a certain uh, it takes a certain circumstance to right. let you learn something about yourself that you may have never known was there. And if you're in a, a real relationship, a yeah. good relationship, it's continuous. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay, so, and I guess I'm asking this for. Uh, for myself, for other men that may be listening, um, even for anybody listening, right? Do you feel as a man, our job is to make space for the insecurity to exist or try and fix the to. insecurity? You have to. You have to. Because if you don't, then I think you're going against yourself naturally. Mm. Because insecurity is a natural thing. Right. For every person, especially when you live in a world where everybody's looking at everybody and they're comparing themselves to each other and they're living through other people's shoes. So sometimes that can actually cause more insecurity. And and that's kind of more of like a unnatural kind of thing. But for real, I, I like to th- I like to think this. I like to understand that sometimes uh things have a lasting effect on a person, way far beyond what you can see, almost mm. like PTSD. Yeah. Right? Insecurity can play the same kind of role. And the only way to get through that is there's a lot of reactions you can have to your own insecurity or someone else being insecure. Right? Mm. And there's a lot of great reactions, a lot of really, really counterproductive reactions, like being angry or fed up or dismissive. You know what I mean? But the greatest reactions is kind of understanding the fact that this person is an individual. They different. They grew up different. They was probably raised a little different. Right. Right. And then also, if I really love this person or myself, then I really want them to get to a healthy place. So I can take on some of the responsibility of trying to guide them to that place. And sometimes that means really having the patience and the fortitude to see it through. You know mm. what I mean? Because it, you get a lot of backlash. Then a lot of people that's insecure, they don't want to admit that they're insecure. They're insecure that. about saying, I'm insecure. <laughs> it's like it, it's like this thing. So um, for me personally, man, I kind of like uh, try to acknowledge it, but I also encourage, um, you know, the people I love that it's okay. You know what I mean? And I get it. Right. Yeah. Now, before we get out of here, I got to know, what was the hardest broke meal to uh, to let go of when you finally made it? Let go of? I mean, you might not no, have I let never, go of. Yeah, I never really held on to any broke meals. Mm. Like, I never was a ramen noodle kind of dude. I think that a lot of people con- consider those broke meals. That like, oodles broke. and noodles. That shit broke is terrible meals. for you. I body. never really get in, got into that really much. Um... I will say when Katrina happened, we ate the MREs, mm. the government yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. military yeah. joints. You just rip open the package, yep. put the whole fucking thing in a microwave, and, and then we got chicken, yeah. yeah, whatever. And that was terrible. That was the worst <laughs> thing I ever had. Um, I guess the the hardest thing to let go of was like fry food, chicken wings, or, yeah. or fast food. Really, yeah, yeah. fast food, fucking French toast sticks from Burger King. <sighs> 
<laughs> you see, you see that did? You see? <laughs> I don't know if y'all got them in New York. Yeah, yeah, oh, it might be a different no, menu no, up here. No, no. We got oh, yeah, the French toast sticks. We got the French toast sticks. And they like the best breakfast item in the world. They, those shits are so they're good. They're amazing. They your, never bad. And they your, never ever are your wrong. Your mom can get the same bag they, of French toast right. sticks from, right. from BJ's. It's not right, dog. And it's not it's good not right. taste. It's not right. How and, Burger King tastes. And none, of, and none of the other chains got good breakfast like that, those French toast sticks. Like none of them. I will challenge you. But I know you ain't gonna eat it now. What? Chick fil A breakfast. No, but it's different. It's a biscuit. It's, oh, you're saying, I'm talking you're saying about, the French toast? I'm talking about like a pastry breakfast. Like, oh, yeah, like no, pancakes yeah, or don't waffle or something. That. Nobody got don't that. Nobody got that. Yeah, they, they, and then, they don't um, want that smoke. Yeah, not at all. They do so, not want that Burger King French toast smoke. I'm yeah, telling it's you. It's actually boy. been a few times where I done drove through the drive in, I ordered it, and then it was like, I don't, uh, I'm okay. <laughs> and then there's been a time where I ordered it, I put it in a bag, and I literally like, just smelled it. Looked at him and smelled him and threw him away. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad, but that's what you got to go through when you breaking the habits, man. Yo, now, is, is, is you not on this Millennium Tour? Are you making, when it come to Atlanta, when it come to New Orleans, are you popping up? Why you say I'm not on it? I didn't say, are you on it, Millennium? I'm on it. Oh, it's fucking lit. Yeah, I'm on I, I was waiting the whole time because I was tight. I did not hear your yeah, name on that, and I was yeah, tight. Because, well, I was probably like the last confirmed. The last person I heard was they added Mario, and that was it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so maybe. You, they added you after Mario. It don't matter. You did. Yeah. That's all the fuck I care about. I don't about. know if it was before or after, but... Uh, oh, I was fucking pissed. Yeah, oh. I, know, I, know, I know initially when they made the announcement, we were still... Um, Figuring it out, but I'm definitely getting down. How the fuck y'all ain't get back? I'm definitely getting down. So how about that? I'm also taking uh, ideas for anybody to bring out in different cities. Anybody I ever, anybody, anybody I I ever worked with. Okay. That would like to see. Oh, of course you gotta bring out a Shanti. You know what I mean? You gotta bring. Can a Shanti still sing? Man, she sing better now than she ever have. I I haven't heard her sing. You know, strong. Ashanti yeah. become a uh, strong. It's a damn shame they let Ashanti she, become a Instagram she, model. I think she hear all. Of, I think she heard all of that and right. kind of also, you know, wore on. Got her, her back in her, her back, and she really like worked on the on her vocal strength. She's smooth. She's smooth. Hear, her show's hear. flawless too. By the way, I got I got to hear that. Yeah. Oh, so now that I know you on that tour, because I was pissed. I was pissed. I'm like, yo, yeah. what the fuck? They ain't put Lloyd. I I was hot. I was hot for a little minute, uh-huh. but now that I know. I could rest easy now. Yeah. I ain't got to be on nobody's head. Uh, so when I come to New York. Yeah, man. Whoever I got to talk to. <laughs> let me get Savoy. my. Holla at Savoy. Let me get my two. <laughs> let me get my two tickets. Make sure we good. But no, so, uh, Lord, I appreciate you coming to yeah, God man, Next thank Door. Thank you so much for uh, having even me. Though, I'd like to really thank Mac and uh, everybody yeah. for not being here. Yeah, it, they would have gotten yeah. away. Yeah, it was really nice of y'all. They would have gotten away. I really, really appreciate that a lot. Asses, you know what I mean? My know. first, this is my first podcast, yo. This is your first podcast. Yeah. Shout out to the guys next door. Yeah, man. Two shots for us. Yeah, it's but yeah, dope fuck too. Mac and Ryan. They foul. Yeah, we just, I wasn't gonna let you down. I was gonna we, be. We here. could just start doing this shit ourselves, really. I mean, we could. You know, you know uh, replace them. Yeah, man. All we know. gotta make sure Mac got his gym membership. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gym and Apple Music, he'll be fine. <laughs> That's where you are right now. <laughs> Yo, he probably at the gym right now. I doing some bum that. ass shit. I believe that. Um, but I thank you for coming. Uh, please tell the people where they can find the new project when it drops. When is it drop? Do we yeah, get yeah, it's, out, it's actually out now. I actually just dropped a video with Young Miami. Ooh. And, uh, features, I seen that on title actually. Yeah, it features a bunch of fan videos also incorporated. So it's pretty dope. Caramel is the name of it again. Um, it's everywhere, streaming everywhere. Of course, it's not hard to find. Lloyd is is the name as it has been. Many years, I might have changed the sound. I ain't changed the name. And uh, catch me, curly headed black boy on Instagram. Please. That's why I can't find you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I be looking for at Lloyd. Yeah. Okay, curly headed black boy. All right, I'm about to follow <laughs> my brother. All right, um, y- y'all heard it. Lloyd, we had Lloyd in here. Um, Hopefully, y- y'all are smart enough to take some of the gems he dropped um, and apply that to your life. If not, uh, stay unhealthy, uh, stupid. Um. Make sure you follow us on all platforms uh, where you get your podcasting at, Guys Next Door. Follow the Instagram, at Guys Next Door. One single underscore. I am Mouse Jones. Fuck Mac Wiles and fuck Ryan. Um, Is there anything else I want to let y'all know? Nope, I don't. Uh, Make sure you tune in next time. Bow. Just let it shine through. Just let it shine through.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.